Hello and welcome to World Shop, the podcast where we build worlds based off the roll of a 20-sided die. I'm Jordan. And I'm Cody. The fans don't know what I just been through, but how are you doing, Cody? So here's here's what the fans don't know that you've just been through. For some reason, we just spent seven minutes yelling back and forth <laughs> hello to each other, and I don't know why. <laughs> I know that I signed on to record a podcast with my friend, and then he started yelling at me, and I feel threatened. Okay. Says the guy who spent over a month not sending me stuff. I was busy. I had to wash my hair. Your hair sucks. That's true. So so you want to talk about how we've been the last little bit here? Yeah. How have you been, Cody? I have been pretty good. I bought a new car. Um... I didn't what, buy a new car. car. I okay, so I didn't buy a new car. I bought a used car, but it has less than a hundred thousand miles, which is way less miles than I've ever had on a car before. Um, so you the bought reason I bought okay. a new car, and the reason why I haven't been able to record is the car I was driving started doing this really fun thing where it dumped out a whole radiator of coolant on the parking lot of a client. Oh my god, dude. That, so, that shouldn't happen. Then I tried to also, fix it. Also, I love it. how you sound all important of a client. Yeah, Ooh. well, I mean, that was Mr. kind of a problem. Mr. has a pager and a business cell phone? I don't have a pager or a business cell phone. I just oh, have... Do you also have a Palm Pilot? What is this? 1999? Okay. Sorry. I I'm, have I'm, to I need, go to I need to cool down. Sites. I need to cool down. Yeah, you do need to cool down. I had a rough last week where my car was. Okay, so check this out, right? My car dumps. Yep. My car starts having problems. Basically, what I find out is there's a thermostat on your coolant system, right? And there's a metal yeah. cover that goes over that thermostat. My metal cover that goes over my thermostat has, like, tubes coming off of it. There was a hole rotted yeah. right through one of those, right? Oh, my God. So I had to buy a new thermostat, new cover, put it all together, finally got it to not leak, drove it for two days. It now always reads cold. So it was <laughs> overheating. Now it doesn't read a temperature at all, which either means, one, there is no coolant in my engine block, and I'm constantly overheating the Mountaineer, and it's going to explode, or two, it's constantly circulating through the radiator, so it's never getting warm. Either way, it has no heat. So after I fixed it, I was driving it, and just like, whatever, I'm dealing with this now, park it at a client site, come back out, there's just a giant puddle of green goo under my car. And I'm like, oh my god. I cannot drive this anymore. Like, I cannot drive something that makes me look this pathetic. So, I went online and found a used car on Craigslist, bought it, and so far it's been pretty okay. So, now I have a Pontiac okay. Vibe, which is a Toyota Wait, Matrix. sorry. You bought a car off of Craigslist? Yeah. Oh, I had Got this it. really funny moment where I wanted to bring Got someone it. with me to buy the car, you know? So... Yeah. I brought my scariest friend. My scariest friend is a Lutheran librarian. <laughs> Ooh, terrifying. What, He's, he he, he has an undergraduate me? degree in history. Also, so you know, if I lived near you, I would totally always go to Craigslist sites with you. Just, just Jordan, to see and Jordan, see and you're less scary than my Lutheran librarian friend. Yeah, but I'm black, so automatically people think I'm scary. Trust me, I know. I get looks. I mean, <laughs> look, I'm just saying, yeah. you don't have to know have, my personality. All I have to do is frown a lot. You have a face that when you smile, you look kind of like I should give you a hug. Not like you're going to stab. You don't have a good I'm going to stab you face. Well, that's 
I don't know if that's nice or really mean, but I'm going to take that as that's nice. I mean, it means you don't look scary. I mean, it means I have like a friendly air to me. You have a Even you have a definitely I'm probably one of the more abrasive people that I know. I mean, I bought it from a guy that was like super old. He didn't really speak English, which was okay up until the point where I asked him like information about the car and he couldn't tell me because he didn't like he j- he could really all he could get out was just the car runs good and that was really all okay, he could Cody, say. You're an engineer. You can afford to get a car from a dealership. <sighs> Here's the thing about dealerships. They suck, and I hate them, and I never want to buy a car from a dealership ever again. I did it once. It was fine. I did not get screwed over, but they really tried hard. They tried to sell me a maintenance plan that would have cost $10,000 over the life of the loan, (laughs) which I could have taken that money and bought myself a car. So I'm like, okay, you're insane. So I never want to go to a dealership again. Hey, man, you, you do you. I'll do me, and I did get to go to a super car off of Craigslist. I went to a super sketchy car dealership where oh dude, that's oh my god, it was so bad. I walked up there and I didn't really notice anything until they gave me the keys for the car, and then I go out and look at the car, and it like the air filter cover was hanging off, the battery was in crooked, trim pieces were hanging loose, the tires were flat. And then I get in the car and start it, and the gear shift feels like it's full of mud and chalk. Take it down the road, and the speedometer doesn't work. And then I bring it back, and the guy's like, oh, so did you like it? And I was like, no. No, there's a lot of problems with this car. And he's like, oh. uh, I just gave him the keys back and left. don't have to live like a bum anymore. Well, the car that I got was very cheap, and it's totally okay. So okay, it's exactly what I wanted. Man. It is a cheap, okay car. Yeah, sounds that sounds good, Goody. How, anyway, how have you been? How how did how did your I, week off go? Oh, vacation went great. We went down to Florida. It was oh yeah, you went on vacation the whole entire week. Yeah, yeah, it was beautiful the whole entire week. We spent time on the beach. We had fun. We went to some really awesome restaurants. It it was good. It's just a really awesome getaway with my girlfriend, and I had a great time. So um, anyways, second part of the pre-discussion. <laughs> Is um what have you been watching, listening to, playing, whatever? What have you been enjoying over the last few weeks? Okay, here's what's up. I have really big news on this front. More First Star thing, Wars? No, no. Although that is still very oh, no. good, but I started playing PUBG on my phone. Oh, dude, you you're one of the crowd. Finally, I love it. Actually, it's really good on the mobile. I I like the mobile PUBG better than playing it on the computer. Um, and two nights ago, I won for the first time ever by myself. Oh my gosh, you got a chicken dinner! Congrats! I got a chicken dinner. It was pretty epic. Like the end, it was a brutal match too. Like I think I had seven kills, which is a lot for me. Like usually I have like I usually have like one, and I'm in the top ten because I just win with one or two kills, and the like one kill being the last kill. Yeah, that's the best way to do it. Like there's if you're getting in fights, it sucks. But like I landed really far away from the plane and four other people landed there. So I was just like immediately in firefights the whole time. And then what saved me though, what worked out really good is I like ran. It was when the map starts shrinking in really fast. I ran to this one building and then the map basically shrunk around that building. (laughs) Nice. So you got to control the area. Yeah. So from like, I think 
about 40 to about 15 people left, I didn't I didn't really do anything. I was just sitting in a building. And the edge of the map was right on the edge of the building. So no one could get in through the back. Although the one thing that happened there, so I'm sitting there crouched in the building, right? And I'm like, I'm safe, I'm fine. And then a car pulls up and a guy just runs in. <laughs> and so I like chuck a grenade run around him he like runs out of the room that i threw a grenade in and then i just like run in and just start shooting like crazy managed to kill him and i'm like okay great and then for the rest of the time i'm just like looking out the window with a like a rifle with a scope on it just watching people killing each other and i'm just like i'm gonna stay in here and so then eventually it pulled into where i had to start moving again um and then like by the time I had to start moving again and I was like really paying attention, I was like, oh, there's only there's only two people left. It's just me and one other guy. And so oh, like nice. I just like went and stood in a bush and just like waited and he just walked right in front of me. And I was just like, and you popped and popped <laughs> and boom. Yep. So I was, That's I was awful. pretty happy. Like, seriously, I, I haven't played it and I haven't gotten the mobile game, but I actually really enjoy watching because it's very intense and it's very cool to see like how other people strategize and play around in that game. So it's it's just it's amazing, amazingly fun to watch as well. But chicken dinners are very hard to get. So good job, dude. They are very hard. And okay, and then what I've been watching. So I watched two movies recently that I thought were both like way better than I thought they were going to be, which was Kong. And Kong oh wait, Skull no. Island? Yeah. Oh my god, that movie was great. That movie was really good and it had no business being good. I thought it was going to be trash. No, it didn't. It like it was and really good and really fun. It was. I was super impressed. I thought that like all the characters were pretty interesting. I liked what they did with King Kong. Um John C. Riley was amazing and I Yes. at no point didn't take him seriously as who he was playing. He he played yeah. a character and it wasn't just like a joke. He felt like a real character, and I cared about him. I usually don't like him, but I really liked him in that movie. Yeah, and, like, the end of the movie where he gets to, like, go home and, like, see his wife. It's just, like, such a happy, feel-good ending. And I just, like, I wanted... I was expecting him to die the whole movie. And so when he didn't, I was like, oh, he's gonna get to see his wife and kid. I'm so happy for him. So that made me really happy. Um, And then I saw Alien Covenant which has been out forever and I also assumed was going to suck and then I loved it. I have feelings about that one. Like I liked it, but I think some of the choices they made in it were a little stupid, but do I honestly like Prometheus? Do you want to save this like do you want to save the discussion of Alien Covenant and Alien movies for our like world deconstruction thing? Yeah, yeah, we can talk about Alien at some point in a real episode because that's worth talking talking about the world of Alien. The world of Alien, like we have a deconstruction coming up in um I think two or three episodes. Yeah, episodes? We, yeah. we can do that. So I, we can I'm do cool Alien that. and because that's one I really want to talk to you about cuz yeah. I do you like Alien? Like I don't know how you feel about Let's do first thoughts on it really quick cuz I like the Alien series, but that one I don't know how I feel about it. I think it really depends on if you like Prometheus. I did, but um, the one thing... Okay, so I saw it on opening night in the theater, and there's a line when um, the two um, androids are playing the flute Is it thing. when they He's make like, out? Yeah, you blow and I'll finger the holes. And it like silent theater, then all of a sudden someone in the very front just burst out laughing, and everybody <laughs> lost it. It was such a great moment. <laughs> Do you blow it? Oh, I'll that's movie-going perfection. We just we lost it. It was really funny. Um. Okay, but here's the real thing. I saw Ready Player One. I'm kind of curious to yeah. hear what you did. You see that? 
no, I haven't. I really have no interest to see it. Oh, okay. But okay, if you so want to talk about it on an episode, I think we should, and I'll go see it if you want to talk about it. Uh, I mean, I don't think it was an amazing movie. I thought it was... It would have been a garbage movie if anyone but St- Spielberg had directed it, but because Spielberg directed it, it's like actually pretty good. To me, it just seems like a lot of pandering. Like it was like, "Hey, nerds, look at all this nostalgia that you remember. Look, look, look. We have the Iron Giant. Look, we have Tracer. Look, we have this and this and this. Love this movie because you love this stuff. It, it looks a lot Jordan. like pandering, and I just really didn't care for it." Jordan, what? Jordan, you watch anime. What? You watch anime, Jordan. Yeah. Anime is some of the most pandering stuff I've ever seen in we, my we've life. We've talked about this being the same thing as fan service, right? Yeah. Yeah, this yeah. is just fan service. Yeah, and I hate and I hate fan service. I don't need it. I want you to make a quality good idea and not have it be like, hey, look at this. Look how cool this was. Remember this from the 90s? Remember this? You remember the Iron Giant from your childhood, right? Now he's killing robots. I, I just... I saw the trailers Jordan. and nothing about it struck me as fun. Jordan, but what if that really good idea took its top off? Exactly. And that's exactly basically what that movie does. And Well, that's... no, that movie doesn't exactly over-sexualize everything, but a, a lot of anime fans I mean, fans well, I meant to, like, take, like, I took taking its top off as showing us exactly what we want to see. You know what there was in that movie that, like, I think maybe... I don't know. There was a zero-G lap dance, and that, that just got weird for me at a moment. Okay, so, yeah, we're actually... We're, I'm going to watch it, and we're going to talk about it on an episode. Decided. I'm, I'm real curious. Just be be aware there's a part where a guy puts on a haptic feel-good suit, and then a girl gives him a lap dance on a dance okay. floor. And I was like, no. well, that happened. I had to watch that happen. But anyways, is this is this... Is that the last of what you've t- um, watched or seen or done? Uh, I think so. I think that's that. What about you? You got anything new, cool that you saw? So, okay. So first, last week, I saw the movie A Quiet Place, which is the um, not the top of the food chain movie where the monsters hunt by sound. And it was amazing. I loved everything about that movie. It has Emily Blunt and John Krasinski, not just that guy from The Office. He has a name now. And no, he doesn't. Just, His name is that guy from the office that got super ripped. Jim Jim Halpert, so he was in it. But um, the one thing I found amazing and also kind of hated at the same time because I saw it in theaters was most of the movie was silent with either ambient sound or background music. All almost all except for maybe twenty lines of dialogue was sign language. So I liked that they built suspense and they built like they did a lot of show not tell because there was not much telling because you had to be silent so they built this world without depending on the dialogue and i really like that part of it it was a cool idea and everything about the way they did it was just a very cool idea and the monsters though they kind of reminded me of the strangers thing monster which is fine it's just did they cool actually idea. ever show the monster yeah, they show the monster towards the like oh, middle end. I kind of wish um, they wouldn't it's, actually. It's it does it has some of the like regular tropes. I think there's a, a jump scare here and there, but there are some moments, just really good moments, where it's just ambient sound. You're just taken in by the movie. But that's also a thing I didn't like because it was absolutely silent, so you could hear 
everything that was happening in the theater. And I actually saw it in a decently crowded theater. Person next to me kept whispering. It's like, oh, oh, this is the part where the person's going to die. Oh, they're going to die. And they just kept whispering like just the whole time. And it's like, dude, shut up. Yeah, you should have stabbed that person. There was like teenagers in the background making jokes the whole time. There was, um, you could hear every munch of popcorn every time someone like smacked their lips. It was, it was awful, but the movie itself made up for it. I think when it comes out on DVD, I'm going to get it and just all the lights out, completely silent, air conditioning's off, and just watch it in complete silence and just take it in that way because it was a really, really good movie. That that actually does sound... I, I, I don't know if I want to see it. I'm not sure because I would see it, but I don't have horror movie friends where I am, so... Yeah, same here. Like, I saw it by myself, my, dude. Oh, did, did I tell you about the movie pass thing? No, What? Okay, so I got this thing. It's a subscription service where I guess this is a free plug for MoviePass, but basically you pay a subscription and then you can go and see as many movies as you want. Oh, yeah, you did tell me about that, yeah. Yeah, so I've been using that. It it works pretty good, but I just haven't really had time to go and see a movie by myself. But if I did, that's probably one that I would go and see because I I want to see it. Mel doesn't like horror movies. None of my friends at work like horror movies. No one in this area likes yeah. horror movies. My parents don't like horror movies. I'm pretty much like a one-man army on this. So when a good one comes out or a bad one, like The Strangers 2 or The Ring 3, I go see it by myself and just have the you most fun. You saw The Ring 3? Yeah, dude. It was awful. And then The Strangers 2 was also bad, but right behind me was this group of like super sassy black women that were like oh no you did it the whole time and it was the funniest thing ever and i'm not <laughs> joking they actually that... said that in the movie and i'm just like i i love you guys i want to be friends with all of you <laughs> that is what happened to me when i went and saw cabin in the woods oh my it was gosh, just like yes. the whole time there was just like sassy dialogue behind me from the audience yeah. and i'm like this made this movie better yeah, it really, it made, the, like, there was a part where it's like, okay, come on, guys, we're getting to the climax and quiet down, but then also, they just, they heckled it, and it was just very fun for me to sit there, and yes. so, it, like, those kind of home invasion slasher movies aren't scary to me, I just more like them, because it's just, like, fun to see how the characters get out of that situation, so, yeah. like, it's not scary to me, but so I was just, like, watching them, but that one was just, it was, it was okay, but the people in the theater made it better. Um, the other thing I've just actually have been getting back at the anime a little bit. Um, finally watched the series that was on Adult Swim like years ago. I watched Fully Cooly, which was really good and really fun. You haven't seen, you haven't no, I, seen I, I, that I've yet? seen like parts of episodes in passing, but finally, since they're making seasons two and three, I decided to finally watch the whole thing and it's so good and weird and funny and just, it's a coming-of-age story, which I love coming-of-age stories. And just everything about it, the jokes were on point. Just the fact that they use guitars for weapons was on point. I yeah. loved it. So I just, I loved it. I'm excited well, you for know the, the soundtrack? seasons two and three. The soundtrack, I've been listening to all week. <laughs> yeah, that that's, that's like a real band. It's the Pillows, and yeah. they're amazing. They are so good. I've been listening to that soundtrack all week. They make some really awesome music. Just really awesome, just rock music. Just Indie, alt, rock, whatever you want to call it. I don't know. Yeah, it's like the perfect for the time that we grew up, the alt rock music. It's just perfect that music. Yeah, and you know what I it mean? It really, like, parts of it really did just feel like sitting down and watching, like, an MTV music video just because of that style of music back <laughs> in the time with, yep. like, the things happening in the anime it was just very music video esque. And I just, I watched pretty much 
all of it in one day. Uh, it's only six episodes, so yeah. that's not saying much. But it's just it was which great. is so hurtful. I'm so excited for seasons two and three, which are coming out um June and September. I didn't know those were coming out. I'm pumped. That was one of those animes that like before that I had watched Dragon Ball Z and Tenchi Muyo, which yeah. is garbage. And then like FLCL was on, my brother told me to watch it. I sat down and watched it and went, Oh, this is how good anime can be. Oh now I get it. You know? Is it was back they had those typical animes which were Dragon Ball Z, the fighting, we had big mech animes, and then we just had this little generation of anime where it's like fully coolly big O and stuff where it's just weird kind of animes that make you sit down and think and just really enjoy what they do with the characters where it's just not two people screaming at each other and throwing punches. So I honestly, I don't think I would have appreciated it back at its time because I was in the mood of watching Gundam and Dragon Ball Z, just seeing people fight for hours at a time. But sitting down and watching it as a doll, I really, really enjoyed it. They even did like a shout out to South Park and it was great. I think when I watched it, I was 15, 16 and it was appropriate for that age yeah that's that's fine i think when it was first out was when i saw it on adult swim at like 12 or something i was just like i don't understand this i want to yeah. watch people beat each other up right so i, that's, I understand that's, you. it's really good and yeah and then also um realized that ghost in the shell arise the like reboot anime they actually made a movie for that so i'm going to be watching that soon and then getting back into neo genesis evangelion so yeah, it's going to be an anime weekend. Jordan, I disagree with that last one. <sighs> like, Okay, so I'm actually watching the reboot movies that they released. Because the anime, I don't know how I feel about the anime. It was weird for weird sake, but like weird and dark. The one thing I really liked about it, we're not talking about worlds apparently. <laughs> the one thing I really liked about it is the trope of we have these kids get into these robots and like try to save the world and fight these giant monsters but the one thing they do with it they show how it affects the kids that are in the robots it's like the first time the uh, main character Shinji gets in the robot he freaks out he doesn't want to be fighting these monsters and like kind of shows their deteriorating mentality through the whole thing so i really like the fact that they show pretty much what happens when we force these kids to be heroes and i like that side of it eh it's yeah, okay i know i'm not i'm I'm not the biggest fan, but I understand what you're saying. I don't think you're wrong. I rewatched, I think last year I rewatched the original anime and sat there and was just like, meh. And then I watched the movie that they released to be like the true end of the anime. And I was like, what just happened? None of that made sense. <laughs> what in the world? Like, just, there were so many scenes where it's just like, why did you make these choices? And then I saw the trailer for the new movies. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to check this out again. I, I need to check this out. So. So slowly getting back into anime. But anyways, this is not our anime and catch-up podcast. This is our world-building podcast. We spent more than half the episode talking about other stuff. Uh, I'm proud of us. So last week... I am too. Last week, we had a special guest, my girlfriend Mel, and we did a world with at least three sentient races. I did the world where... It was virtual reality, and there was a world of My Little Ponies, um, hot anime babes, and um, evil demons called the Edgelords. And Cody did fire lizards, these cute otter capybara-like creatures, and aliens. And Mel did butterflies, moths, 
and fish. And it was just, it was a fun episode. Sound quality wasn't that great, but I had a lot of fun with that episode. Um, this week we are doing a world 50 years after a natural disaster. Eh, I kind of like this idea, but also don't. But are there really too many movies that do, like, not really post-apocalyptic, but just a natural disaster happened? They don't do after a natural disaster has happened. They do the natural disaster. And I really would love um, to see the world, like, after, um, day after tomorrow, what happens after that? Everything's frozen. It, like, it shows people still live. Now, what happens? How do we live on that world? I would watch that movie. Watch Waterworld. Oh, good. Ugh. I've talked about how much I hate Waterworld, right? No, it's I pretty actually much started watching it. Every time you mention a movie, I was like, ugh, I've talked about how much I hate this, right? Well, Look at wait, why don't you like Waterworld? I'm like, I'm like an hour into Waterworld, and I kind of like it. Eh, I watched it when I was really young, and I thought it was boring, so I'll probably have to go back to it. I mean, it's Mad Max, but with water Mad instead Max of the is ocean. Or, yeah, well, okay, we can't we can't start talking about movies. we got to roll initiative, Jordan. We <laughs> yeah, gotta we got to. Um, so we're going to roll Jordan, initiative. Jordan, I rolled my initiative. I rolled my initiative. You got to oh, roll yours. Shoot. Let's do this. I rolled mine. What's yours? I, I got a five. Wow. I got a seven. I don't what? know how I lost that. I thought I was a shoe-in. I got a seven. <laughs> okay. Well, also, we should roll first. initiative for who gets to roll at the end. So if you if you have to go first, you get to roll at the end. I like okay. that. I like yeah, that. Sounds good. So you get to roll to see what we do next Which at the end of the episode. Which is what usually happens. So there's nothing there. And also, I've gone first the last two times. I'm upset. This system is rigged. Okay, so I'm going to start. I did a little thing different. I actually don't 100% like my idea anymore, but I'm going to go with it. I've been doing the thing of making it shorter so I can focus on the people in the world. But I think next time around, depending on what we get, I'm going to try to focus a little bit more on pretty much the background things in the world rather than just the people. So here I go with starting with my story. It's been 50 years since the meteor strikes, when everything was destroyed. Kingdoms fell, wars were halted, currency became meaningless, the class system dissolved. We all just became people who were living through this terrible disaster. You never know what people are truly capable of until everything is taken away. From the rubble, leaders rose up. They took care of the problems at hand and began to unite us all, regardless of race, age, country, or class. We began to rebuild what was taken from us under one united front. Researchers in the higher minds analyzed the leftover meteors and realized that the gods gave us something to build our, build ourselves up with. That is what this great city is made of. And we will continue to build and grow because despite the end of times coming for us, our future is great. So this is a world that was struck by hundreds of meteors during a meteor shower. This meteor shower destroyed everything, collapsed kingdoms, ended wars, took pretty much everything from the beings that live in this world. So I base this off a simple planet design. During the day, you see a sun of sorts, and during the night, you see the stars and the moons of this planet. So it's nothing overly special. The meteors completely changed the landscape of this world, causing first huge earthquakes that completely tore the lands apart. Mountain ranges were created where there were formerly flatlands and flats now appear where mountains used to exist. Some meteors landed in oceans, causing large tsunamis to completely decimate the lands, while other meteors landed in flat areas, creating huge craters around them. These meteors did not completely break up, leaving large, quote-unquote, rock masses in the middle of these craters. Some of the craters are full of water due to the tsunamis. Pay paying attention? Nope. I, I am. Uh -huh. 
So the meteor. I have two monitors, okay. Jordan. Okay, buddy. The meteors caused a complete collapse of the kingdoms and structures formerly built in this world, meaning city life has been completely destroyed. These meteors have caused the radiation to occur in these areas, allowing wildlife to flourish around them. Some of the meteors have large jungles of plant life and animals surrounding them. Others have large lakes filled with vibrant aquatic sea life. The animals that already existed in this world, such as mammals and reptiles, have flourished and grown. Society Current Before the meteor strikes, society was led by kingdoms, rulers, monarchies, everything was, you know, pretty much how it was, I would say, Renaissance period, almost. Is that how the technology was? Technology was pretty much at that level where it's all simple tools and designs, but nothing, there was no modern technology, there was no electronics, there was no... None of that stuff in that current society. There were many kingdoms throughout in a very strict class system. If you did not have money, you were nothing. But that changed when the meteors hit. 50 years ago, society was completely destroyed. But from the rubble rose many great people who pushed to unite society under one banner. They brought survivors together, regardless of background, and created a new society. They lived to rebuild and replace what was made before. The groups of survivors who led the initial revival became the board that is now called the representatives they are there to represent what the people want and create society accordingly the representatives got rid of uh, any signs of emperors monarchy or any one leader leading the country and now they these representatives they lead as a group every five years the group of representatives is voted on again to be the voice of the people there are 10 representatives on this board The representatives have set the laws of the new land and have created a group of judges. These judges are there in order to pass judgment on those who choose to break the laws that were created. There is also a law enforcement that has been created there to kind of, you know, enforce the law. I don't know why I'm explaining simple law enforcement. (laughs) I sometimes get get a role and then I just keep talking and realize, oh, wait, that's not what I should be saying. (laughs) (laughs) so everyone is subjected to the law no man not even the representatives are above the law this was different from the way things were before the kings the queens emperors they were above the law nothing they did mattered like they well nothing bad they did matter it was basically kind of how things are wrong with donald trump anyways topical So, they try to keep this class system level. No one is to go poor. Everyone is to put their hand into rebuilding society. They decided to rebuild one united kingdom and have abandoned the idea of using tools from before. So, like, they don't build up the old kingdoms. They go ahead and they're rebuilding, like, one new kingdom. Are they, like, cavemen now? I'm getting to that. (laughs) Okay, okay. There are those whose job it is to go and explore around the meteors themselves. They began by harvesting the wood and materials in the jungles they use the animals as food like they used to they fish and hunt and use the flourishing of the jungle to their own advantage after that they went and explored the areas even further the people they found that the meteors are made up of a rare metal that the scientists and forgers have been able to harvest and use to rebuild their city these metals that they found in the meteors are way stronger than anything ever discovered before, so the inhabitants of this world's main goal is to rebuild using these materials to truly fortify what they have. Fifty years have passed, so they are on their way to having a rather large city that they call Harmony. 
Harmony started out small but has grown into a large city. People that live there get along and make it through each day. The representatives have banned creating weapons, so the main focus is now on creating things that will further society rather than harming it. They have also begun to fortify their buildings into the ground so that if earthquakes happen or maybe even another meteor hits, they can sustain minimal damage and rebuild from there. Harmony is growing every day and is slowly pushing past its industrial revolution right now. They do not have modern technology yet, but they are getting closer and closer to it every day. The metals from the meteors have helped with this um, technological growth. There are still teams that visit the meteors to harvest metals, gems, and other uh, other materials. 50 years later, and they ha are still discovering new things coming out of the meteors. No one has yet seen the core of one of the meteors, but that could happen in the next few years. There is the belief that the meteors hold great treasures, but some believe that it's just a metal core. So I'm going to get into the religion really quick, and then I have part two of my story coming up. So, there are those who believe that the meteor shower was directly related to the gods. They believe that the gods are the ones who sent the meteor shower down to punish them for building up kingdoms and warring with each other. Before the meteor strike, there was no peace, only war. And all this chaos was caused by humans. And now they believe that the gods gave them the chance to sort of start over, such as, you know, a Noah's Ark situation. They believe that everything that survived was left to them by the gods in order to strive. But the old kingdoms and lands are to be left alone. So there are these forbidden areas that they don't go into anymore because they believe... Oh, so they're kind of like intentionally ignoring their past because it like they feel like it screwed them over. Yeah, because they, because they feel that that's what destroyed them in the first place. Those kingdoms that they build up is what destroyed them. So they're building the city harmony to kind of bring everybody together as one whole rather than going off and fighting each other. Okay, the religious preach that this is their true goal, to move forward and not to make the mistakes of the past or the gods will punish them again. They like they have that fear of reverence that if they mess up again, they're going to get struck down. So that brings us to part two, the religious zealots. So we're going to talk about the religious zealots, and this is a message from Father Simon. My people, I come to you today as a man who has seen it all and a man who is deeply afraid of what is to come. As a survivor of God's hammer, I tell you that we are just making the mistakes of those who came before us. You see, the sinners, they saw God's hammer and just went back to life as normal. They went back and built their cities, their kingdoms, all under the guise of repentance. But this is the exact reason why we are all in this situation. God struck us down because we thought we were gods, but no, we have no power. We are only here to worship and serve. That was the mistake of my generation. We thought our kingdoms would raise us up. We thought that conquering each other would raise us up. We thought we could rule this world as our own, but no. I tell you, no, that is not true. God struck down on us and rebuilt the land on his own, allowing the animals to strive, allowing the wildlife to grow. But you see, the sinners went right back to it harvesting the wildlife and the wrath of the gods for their own. So, we must show them the path of the righteous so that we may appease God. We must go back to our roots. Tear this evil city they call Harmony down. Tear their idols and monuments down. Return as we were supposed to be. Men and women who protect the world around us, not those who control it. We must show the sinners the way. 
So there is a. I like this guy. I think this guy's got some good points. Also, I forgot to talk about the other thing that I've been playing recently is Far Cry 5. So I was really inspired by Far Cry 5 to kind of make this guy and this religious zealot group. So so this group of religious zealots is called the Wrath of God. And as I said, they believe that the meteor strike was punishment from God for building cities and kingdoms that put humans on top of the food chain. They believe that they were simply put on this world to toil and grow the land for God. They were not supposed to take control on their own. They just, it's complete reverence for God and believing that this was made for us to toil for him, not for our own gain. So they believe that those who went... Cool guy. I like him. <laughs> I don't like you. I don't like how you like that. <laughs> I really don't like how you like that. I mean, I just think he makes some good points. You know, I think he's got some, some good I mean, ideas. I understand the wanting to take care of the earth, but the part I wrote was... Destroying everybody in order to do that is the part that I think I disagree with personally. People suck. Screw I mean, them. Truly, Who cares? Though. But how many movies and animes are written about, hey, people need to go so Earth can strive again? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so... We'll write the first one, Jordan. <laughs> okay. So they believe that those who went back to rebuild the cities and strive again are sinners. The belief is that the ones who survived the meteor strike are supposed to return to being workers for God rather than striving to take control. So thus, those who want to rebuild are directly ignoring God. At first, the wrath of God stuck to preaching their beliefs and living in nothing, working the land for their God's glory. They help the forest grow and the animals thrive. They go out and plant trees in areas where there are none. They work to help nature run its course. They praise the rains because they believe that the rains are God's sign to them that they are doing the right thing. So they have no homes and they live outside with nothing, only the natural world around them. Freaking hippies. Yeah, right? <laughs> they eat the fruits that God has given them and they thank God for literally everything that happens. Their church or... You know what they should do? They should get a job. All right, Jordan? They should get a job. They, their job is toiling the earth, Cody. Their job is working to sustain no, what God No, their job is being dirty, dirty, dirty foot, dirty-footed hippies just walking around, laying on the ground, not making industry. Ugh. Anyways, ignoring you, hating my hippie guys. Their church or meeting place is deep in the jungle near one of the meteors. It is a, just a stone circle oh, that, because hippies. of the deep jungle, has great acoustics for their leader, Father Simon's preachings. What? Time out. Time out. Do they like touch crystals and be like, man, I'm really channeling this? No, one. Cody. I feel a lot not, of energy from this crystal. You are not destroying my idea yet again. No, I'm holding strong. No. I am no, not I yes like ending your you today. Dirty Whatever, I like your dirty hippies. I think they're really great. <laughs> I love how you love the religious zealots. Anyways, so legend is that they meet at the area of where the first meteor hit. So it is the birthplace of God's hammer, which is the phrase they use to describe the meteor strike and the beginning of the rebirth of this world. So lately, with their new leader, Father Simon, they have become sort of a terrorist group and have been attacking Harmony. Um, they do this in attempts to tear it down and show the sinners that they are wrong. The wrath of God wants to show the sinners that... Oh my gosh, they, that they, they are hippies. Yes, Cody. So the wrath of God wants to show the sinners that building these cities, this new world, is only going to bring about another devastating meteor attack and will restart the world once again. They don't want that to happen. So they're doing everything they can to provide, to prevent it, even if that means going and killing people. So... That is it. That's my world 50 years after a natural disaster. You're on deck, buddy. All right. I'm 
I'm kind of excited about mine. Like, it's not... It's not the most detailed world I've ever done, and in a, in a way, it's a little bit cheaty. But it's 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 one that I actually care okay. about, um, like personally. So here we go. Do you remember that time that I said I was going to send you a teaser for my world, and then I stopped talking yeah. to you? Yeah, I'm sorry. That was the teaser. I was like, "Hey, here's a preview," and then I stopped <laughs> talking is, to you because no I teaser. instead got a license plate. <laughs> Nerd. All right. The title of this is "Forests Like Bones." Hindsight is 2020. We knew. Of course we knew. We did. We knew we were killing our planet. Pollution, war, our farming, our population, where we built, it was a disease, and we were destroying our planet. We all knew this, and we all ignored it. But we were not the plague that ended the world. Emerald Ashbor, a bug, a pest, a tiny green fly killed our whole planet. At first, Emerald Ashbor was a cosmetic nuisance. Growing up, I loved ash trees. They were beautiful. Trees that could almost become members of a family or parts of a house. They held swings. They provided shade. Emerald ash borer began killing these once beautiful trees. At first, it was not a big deal. One tree, who cares? It was sad. But as we saw the bark of the tree begin to look like bleached bones, it grew to be more of a problem. As ash trees began to die... The large groves became the elephant boneyards of the forest. Emerald ash borer became a problem when it began to spread to locusts, then to oak, then to walnut. Hardwood became became infected. A few years later, softwood and pines. Now the world is a husk of what it was. No plant life remains. What is left is bones. Forests of bones, reminding us of what the world used to be. The world had been killed by a tiny bug. So... Um, Emerald ash borer is a like tiny bug that kills ash trees and it's actually like causing huge amounts of deforestation like because it is like every ash tree in the United States is like dying. Oh, it's crazy. Like my parents have a bunch of ash trees and they're all dead. So I was th- I like have noticed dead ash trees and they look really weird because they get all bleached out and they just look like these like giant you'll see like a grove of forests that just look like bones sticking out of the ground um so that was kind of my inspiration for this world is what would the world look like if it lost all of its plant life not because of us but because a bug just started killing everything Um, okay one thing i just want to stop you really quick one thing you really just like wiping out worlds you really just like killing well i mean this one's supposed to be after a natural disaster you've killed I think Generally, you've killed Jordan. like three or four worlds so far. No, no, three. This is your third. Okay, well, this okay, is your if you have a world of dragons, world. Jordan. Okay, Jordan, if you have a world of dragons, I don't know what to tell you. They don't become business dragons. <laughs> they definitely all right? become business dragons. Moving on. <laughs> um. Okay, so the world is just Earth. Um. But it's Earth 50 years after Emerald Ashbor began to eat everything, not just ash trees. So all of our standard stuff is this applies, a bug that like, already exists for the geography of the world. Yeah, emerald ash borer oh, is a real crap. thing. Okay, it just only eats ash trees. So this world is about after it eats all the ash trees, it starts spreading to other plant life and eventually just wipes out the planet of all plant life. Um, so the world itself looks just like the Earth would. The oceans are still in the same place. It still rains. The difference is now there's no more oxygen. So. Our world is sustained because we create carbon dioxide when we breathe. Plants are what make that back into oxygen for us to breathe. 
So there's actually a finite amount of oxygen on the planet. If all plant life was destroyed, we would eventually run out of air. Like we would just no longer be able to breathe the air because it would be all CO2. So um, technically that should have taken 100 years. In my world, it took 50. So I'm a little bit cheating here. Um, So basically, as as far as plant life, there is none. Um, Fortunately, in my world, people realized that this was happening just soon enough to kind of save like seeds and specimens of plants it's actually something that's already going on i think it's iceland well but it's not because of people it's because bugs just started eating everything comes out it has a Um, stern discussion with a bunch of bugs (laughs) yeah right um and the same way the only animals left in the world there's none naturally occurring Mm -hmm. right because there's no plant life for them to eat so all the herbivores died and then all of the predatory animals then also died so the only animals left are in captivity of humans and are basically used for farming um so as far as plant life and um animals the only thing that is there is used for farming and used in isolated um kind of communities which leads us to really the meat of this which is um society as it is right now basically functions inside of like little bubbles so, you know, when you see people colonize yeah, Mars, right, like in movies and stuff, how they have to have, like, yeah. little dome planets, that is all that is left on Earth. Earth has basically become just as uninhabitable as Mars oh, at this wow. point, except there is still fresh water. So, most of these little villages are by water sources, because right now the only way for people to get oxygen is electrolysis electrolysis so they get water run electricity through it it splits into oxygen and hydrogen and then they can use that to breathe um the hydrogen also has now become the primary power source especially for travel so at the actual villages they have large solar arrays but if you go outside to take care of them you have to wear a spacesuit um but hydrogen is actually really great as a battery for storing energy So when travel happens, which is rare and extremely dangerous, people generally use hydrogen powered vehicles now because they it's a byproduct of them being able to have oxygen. The villages as they are right now are actually kind of utopias. After the world collapsed and fell apart, the people that were left were basically saved by technology and by being able to create these communities. So on the one hand... The world's background is a little bit tragic because it was, um, what would it be called? It was meritocratic. So the people in these villages are the people that were valued to stay alive. Okay. So the result is kind of a utopia, but it's a utopia through the fact that most of the world was just allowed to die because there was not enough resources to keep them alive anymore. Hmm. Okay. No, it makes sense. So... It's a utopia, but just on a sea yeah. of carcasses, also, right? So the world really quick, ended. I know you didn't really mean to do this, but your natural disaster kind of reminds me of the thing that happened in Horizon Zero Dawn. Anyways, continue. No, oh, it's, not, it's, not, bu- it's not bugs. It's not bugs. It's not bugs. So, anyways, hang on. Where was died. I? Okay, yeah. Anyways, so the communities are built near water but they have to be domes so there are farms and farm animals but they're always done for efficiency so plant life is no longer something that is used for beauty or for decoration it is 
calories in and calories out. What is the most efficient way for us to get the nutrients we need? That's the plants that are grown. Trading is extremely important. And the people that travel across the wasteland to get to other villages and trade with them are kind of heroes. They're people that are willing to like risk everything to get there because they're driving basically in space. You know, if if they leak out all their oxygen, they die. If they run out of hydrogen, they die. Um, and the world as it is now is a lot more sandy, so it's harder to drive across it. And they're driving vehicles that they've made themselves. So the profession of being a trader is highly renowned, but also extremely okay. dangerous. There are elements of crime out in the wastelands, but not very much because, again, in order to survive in this world, you had to be extremely intelligent and extremely resourceful. And so, like, you don't see the Mad Max crazy warlords because very few most people can kind of work on a car. No one can figure out how to survive in this. It took a very special like few people to learn how to survive and cooperation has kind of become necessary okay. just so, to not so die. It's pretty much you need to cooperate or you're dead. So they don't create those like warlord areas because you can't be a warlord because you're going to die on your own. Yeah, you can't like there's not a sustainable way to like grow okay. population or have um no, no one's wasting stuff because no I'm one really has stuff I'm really realizing that you just have a bleak so if, outlook on world building. Very bleak. Well, I, I got things about that. Um, okay, yeah. So then the last kind of element of this world is just how much of a very tangible resource air uh-huh. is. So right now, the technology has gotten them far enough to basically be stable. So... If nothing ever broke, these villages could kind of continue on perpetually. They can grow their own food. They can, um, you know, maintain a population that can kind of grow. But the problem now is people are wanting to start trying to reclaim the outside. We've kind of gotten the world to a stalemate with the apocalypse, but we're not really growing. So people have begun trying to figure out ways to create plant life outside. Um, These villages that are now outdoors people can live near plants but things like shifting winds can blow the air produced by a large grove of trees away and you run the risk of suffocation and then there's also the issue that ash borer are still actually a very real problem so travelers in this world sometimes they'll be headed out to another village to trade for you know whatever they had a part break this village has it they go out there to trade with them Occasionally, you'll find villages that get still infested with emerald ash borer, which will kill their plant life, which will then cause their people to starve. So going in so and out of these villages, just sorry, continue and then I'll ask my question. Okay, well, I think I might be answering it because the like going into a village that has been hit by emerald ash borer is extremely dangerous because you run the risk of carrying one mm-hmm. back with you. And then spreading it to your own village. So they're kind of the zombies of this world. These tiny bugs are the most feared thing because they're so rapidly spreading and there's not a good way to get rid of them other than killing your plants. Which realistically is actually kind of how we handle Emerald Ash Borer right now is like kill the trees that have it. You know what I mean? But yeah, so not only is it that 
resources oh, are limited, question, you also way. run the risk of restarting this infection. Oh, what's your question? I'm sorry. So going in and out of the cities, do they have like a decontamination zone? Like, you know, you see in the movies, they walk in and like they're sprayed with stuff and they have to do and take out the clothes, take a shower. Do they do all that or no? It's a it's a lot less of that because, again, it wasn't like bacteria that killed everything. It wasn't um, it wasn't a virus. It's a bug. So as long as you don't carry an insect in with you, you're fine. So do they have um, anything of detecting the insects or anything like that? only what we would have today technology so, okay has not so there is better. oh this, okay this was, so this is modern okay, yeah day. yeah you, you said that where it's pretty much we've peaked and we stopped and we're still trying to make it through yeah so people still have modern technology but they're no longer able to really produce modern technology um the infrastructure is all still there you know what i mean in 50 years all of the buildings and structures that we built would mm-hmm. not go away so it's still there. It's just uninhabitable. You have to be in a spacesuit to go and to go into a city to go anywhere near anything. But right now, where the world is, people are beginning to try to replant forests because, fortunately, the emerald ash borer also kind of killed themselves um, when they ate all of the plant life off of the world. That also caused them to suffocate because they're also an insect yeah. that needs oxygen. So there's kind of hope that eventually people will be able to rebuild and replant the world, but it's going to be a slow process of hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years. So the goal of these villages now is, can we keep ourselves alive long enough to bring the planet back to life? (laughs) No, the answer is no, because Cody likes bleak stuff. And that is my world. No, like, I, I really, I, I liked this world. I like the notion of this world that gets eaten by Emerald Ashbor because there's something that I yeah, hate no, so much. And I, I like that you kind of kept it on Earth and just had this natural disaster being a living being doing something to Earth. And I I liked your idea. I liked... It's actually kind well, of... Because I, I looked toy, up, as you were talking, I looked up pictures I of the Ashbor and, like, what it does to the trees. It's terrifying. Yeah. Yeah, and you'll notice, like, if you drive around and, like, look at forests that you like you can see into forests that have been completely eaten out like where you know the, there's just groves of dead trees that really look like bones sticking out of the ground um because like after a tree dies it becomes like super white because yeah. it sits out in the sun all the bark falls off and the outside of it turns white so you can kind of tell what trees have been you know destroyed but it's really bad. It's really bad in basically Northeast America. So Indiana was really hit bad by it. Yeah, Ohio was no, hit bad I by it. I think I remember hearing about it. We also have these like weird moth cocoon things that destroy trees, but that's another. Yeah. Yep. I was told if I ever see these things to burn them. And luckily I haven't seen them since. So. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, no, good world. I, yeah, no, I really like your idea, but look, again, you. You okay, you know what? Stuff. I tell you what. Next world, no matter what it is, it's gonna be, it's gonna be really optimistic. No, next world is gonna have be to super have an sunshiny. World just I'm, gonna, I'm gonna bring it up. No, 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 no. I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have My Little Ponies. I'm gonna have hot anime chicks. You're not, you're not allowed to do steal my words. idea completely. I'm gonna have hot anime snakes. I hate you. I, oh, now the anger is back. Look what you've <laughs> done, Cody. <laughs> Look, I'm just saying, I want to Google hot oh, anime no, dude, snakes. Hang don't, on a second. Don't, Jordan Cody. Pause. What have you done? Oh, God, what have no, you done? hang on. Look, this is what incognito <laughs> mode is for, all right? Hot no. 
Cody. Anime. What what evil are you going to rot on this world? Don't. Oh, you know what? It's actually pretty disappointing. It's just like hot guys with snakes wrapped around them. Okay. Oh, here's one. Just send it to me. You can just send it to me because I can't see your screen. Boom. Got it. It's like furries, but snakes. They're snakies. Oh my gosh, there are so many of these. Jordan, well, wait, this is the like snake a thing. women? Isn't that a thing in myth? The like half snake women? I don't know. You're the one with the snake fetish, not me. I don't have a snake fetish. I like reptiles, okay? Jeez. Okay, sorry. You're the one with a reptile fetish, I not me. I don't have a reptile. See? This is why I was angry at the video of the episode. This is what this man does to me. <laughs> Okay, You're I did child. not bring up reptile fetishes at the beginning of the episode. Also, when I was rolling the die, I got a nat 20. I kind of want to keep that, but I will re-roll because I know you don't want to do nat 20 world. Which is no, an- you can do, if you rolled a nat 20, you got a no, nat no, 20. No, no, that was, that was why you were talking. Is. That doesn't count. That wasn't the official roll, so I'm going to roll now. Okay. Okay, okay, roll it now Actually, to see what we're going to you know, do. We're gonna, should I roll with advantage since we talk so much? Should you roll with the what? Advantage. If I don't like it, I get to roll again. It'll take the higher of the two. It'll <laughs> no, take the higher of the two. To, okay, fine. I'm rolling my favorite, roll my advantage. black and red die, which are for my warlock. I'm rolling that. Ready, go. You have character-specific dice? Yeah, I do. Nerd. Okay, what is it? I don't even know what I'm looking at right now. Oh, come so close. We were What'd so close. I got 11. Only magic. Oh, yeah, freaking Wizard World. Dude, this is going to be super fun. I am so excited for Wizard World. See, the thing is, I watch and, like, read so many things with magic in already. And, like, one of the ideas I instantly have for this is a world where you go to a magic school. But that's already been done, like, 50 times over is the magic school. And I can't do that because well, it's so overdone. Harry Potter, I love you, but no. Well, I mean, Harry Potter wasn't overdone until Harry Potter came yeah. out. And, well, there was another show that I watched, which was, oh, and also The Magicians. I have to bring that up just to make Cody mad. The Magicians is a magic school. It's, what if Harry Potter had sex? <laughs> and lots do, of Do you it. actually like The Magicians? Please, I, please don't I, tell I told me you, you I stopped like... watching. Uh, we haven't finished season two yet. Oh, sorry, season one. We haven't finished Don't. season one. We're two episodes away from the end of season one, and we still haven't finished it. It has been like six Good. or seven Don't. months. Don't. Anything is a better use of your time than finishing that show. Right, so only okay. That show is trash. When you say only, because once again, this is one of your ideas. We haven't actually no fifty world fifty years after natural disaster was my idea, but we haven't really rolled any of my ideas. So by only magic, what do you mean? Do you mean there's no science? Period. It's okay. So. What what was your idea really going into this? There is not modern science. This is this is a sword and sorcery world. Okay. Not necessarily sword, but you know. Yeah. But whatever you want to make it. People don't got steam engines. You know no, what I'm saying? No steam engines. But they can't have well, things. Could they have things powered by magic? Like um, I know Final Fantasy uses crystals a lot. Here's here's my jam. Right in a world where magic can create something that floats, why would you ever need an airplane? That that's kind of okay, the idea. So you can have floating because things. Because of magic, and you can like have floating clouds stunted. and flying machines. Well, flying objects, but it's not going to be modern technology. Because you have magic. Right. Why do you need the internet if you can teleport yourself to your friend's house? True. Yeah. No. So th- that's kind of the idea is that to solve problems that technology would solve, they would instead use magic. Okay. No, that's a cool idea. I really like that idea. 
Um, okay. So, crap, I just rolled a good, I got 19, which is superheroes. Whatever. Superheroes is going to be hard. Because is it like everyone's a superhero, or is it like no, superheroes exist in No, it's just a world where superheroes world. actually do exist. And it doesn't have to be the Marvel okay. tropes world or the DC tropes world, but it is a world where I, as a person, could be driving into the city, but there's a huge traffic jam because a hero decided to throw a dude into the road, and they had a huge fight and destroyed stuff. A world where superheroes exist. Okay, so you do like the DC universe. I get it. No, I don't, actually. The, I don't Are, like do the DC cinematic... Destroy a city? I do not like the DC cinematic universe, but I do did used to love Batman and things like that. I am definitely a Marvel fanboy. I'm a Marvel fanboy now that DC is straight oh, up trash. DC is garbage. The new Justice League movie was bad. I didn't watch it. You know what was good? Wonder Woman was a good yeah, movie. Yeah, Wonder Woman was great. Everything that, else Everything garbage. else that DC has released... Other than the, like, Batman Begins, Dark Knight Rises, that series. Other than that, everything else they release has been trash. Though... Yeah, I don't know okay. why they keep using that same director. What's his name? Um, uh, gosh, I... You know who I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, I it's usually the have his name. Hold on. Zack Snyder. Yeah. Yeah. I actually remembered yeah, it before I even looked up. Zack, Zack Snyder, Snyder is awful. I don't like him. Yes. See, the thing is... Like, because I had no expectations going into Superman versus Batman, we actually had fun watching it. But watching it the second time, How? I did not enjoy it. Suicide Squad was also kind of fun watching it. No. Um, so wrong. Justice Jordan, League sucked. So wrong. Man of Steel. I mean, the visuals were great. I fell asleep during Man of Steel twice. I keep falling asleep because it is so boring. No, the visuals were good in Man of Steel, but I didn't like the story. I didn't like how his dad told him not to be a superhero when in the comics, like the thing that really gets him that whole sense of justice, the whole saving people is his dad because his dad, told, if you can do something, go out and save people. But in movies, like, don't, don't show the world your powers. And then his like space dad, um, God, Russell Crowe, space dad. He ended up being oh the one. Oh my gosh, it is Russell Crowe. Yeah, Russell Crowe's space dad ended up being the one to truly tell Superman to go be hero. And I hated that because it's all about his Earth family. He doesn't really have that much of a connection to Krypton. And I just hated what they did with the movie. Zack Snyder is awful. He will do things for a beautiful shot rather than having a good story. And that's why I say Man of Steel was Jordan. a good, well-shot movie, but a terrible story. Jordan, Russell Crowe, we need to talk about him. Have you seen the movie Nice Guys? Yes, I like Nice Guys a lot. It is such a good oh, movie. Oh, okay, I thought you were going to say I it was am bad. blown away every time I watch it. I love it. Nice Guys so much. No, that movie is excellent. That movie is so funny. The, just the combination of them is just so funny. I did not realize how good of physical actors both of them were. You yeah, know what the, I mean? They were, they were so the, funny, the, and just it's a really good movie. There's some weird things in it that I didn't appreciate. Anyways, just it was a really good movie. I definitely want to watch it again soon. Yeah, I, it's it's the movie that I watch when if I'm up late and I'm working or something. That's the movie that I put on. You just can to watch be like, a movie right, while I need you to work. To, I need something fun. Oh, jeez. We should have ended this show a while ago. By the way, whoops. Really? Yeah. Okay, we've got a we've got Jordan. Jordan, we should stay by. We should say bye, Jordan. I feel like we, we should, should say, say bye. bye. We'll talk about wor actual world building and stuff more next week with World of Only Magic. I have an idea already. I do too, actually. And then the week after, we'll do two more worlds and then we're going to do a world deconstruction where so far I think in Ready Player One and Alien, two episodes, like the horror genre, the, the predator genre, and then Ready Player One, just in general Ready Player One. 
Does that sound good to you? Yeah, I'm looking forward to okay. it. That sounds right. Okay, I have to watch that awful movie. Anyways, <laughs> I'll talk to you later, Cody. Um, all of our stuff will be in the comments, so I'm not going to do our usual spiel at the end. Any- anywho, it's been fun. This is World Shop. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>